Father of Physio Memes. And today, we're going to... I'll let you do that part again. <laughs> uh, welcome to the PTpreneurs Podcast. Um, if you guys are listening to this on audio, and if you guys are on Instagram Live, uh, this is where we recorded originally, so thank you guys for jumping on. Throw some love if you guys are on here live. Uh, so today, we're going to talk about what you haven't really heard about uh, imposter syndrome. Yeah. So first of all, <laughs> we're going to talk about like what is posture syndrome before like, so you may or may not have heard about it. For those who haven't, uh, we'll talk about what that is and typically like what people feel um, and what, how, how that affects us. But then I was talking to Gabby just, you know, could we usually spend maybe like five or 10 minutes before we jump on or sometimes even less than that, uh, what topic that we're going to talk about. It's like a brief, right? Yeah. We have a little like, debriefing just so like, even though never heart. heart. Yeah, even though things never really runs smoothly on the live stream anyways. Um, and then she kind of gave me a perspective that like I never really thought about imposter syndrome. So like, I really am um, excited for her to share that as well. Uh, so, so what is imposter syndrome? It's feeling inadequate because of this false belief that you have in your head that you aren't good enough, um, that you don't know enough, and that you're not capable of whatever, whatever you're doing whether that's physical therapy or something else, you're always comparing yourself to someone at a different level than you. And just because you're not where they are, you feel that you're inadequate. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't think I can give a better definition than that. So, so that, but yeah, so that's, that's basically imposter syndrome. And we have, I mean, everyone experiences it at some point, right? Unless you, Working yourself really, really, really well since birth, like on your mindset, like um, <laughs> day one, out, just day the one out the womb. Like, no, nope, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the best at everything ever. No, um, what if that ever happens? No, so at some point, we compare ourselves to others, we don't feel as we're good enough, and it's especially in physical therapy. Like, when you first graduate, it's like you know, you graduate. Uh, as a third year, you feel really, really confident coming out because you know so much more than the first year. You see all the first years, you know, stressing about how to do like an elbow flexion range of motion. And it's just like, you just, you know, you struggle. I was like, I don't know why the heck like that, like, you know, yeah. I freaked out about that. My first year, the third year, you feel really confident. But then when you step out into the real world as a, you know, a practicing clinician, like you're quote unquote now at the bottom of experience. And it's just like, well, the person who is in clinic, who's five, 10 years, 15, 20 years out, um, knows so much more than I do. It's like, I'm not good enough to treat this patient. Yeah, right? definitely. Can I ask them a question real quick? Yeah. If you guys have ever experienced imposter syndrome, go ahead and type imposter down below for us. Um, Cause I honestly believe it's something really common and I would argue almost everyone at some point in their career experiences it sounds like you would agree. Um, so I'm just curious what your guys' thoughts are. So if you've ever dealt with this, go ahead and put imposter yeah. down below. Yeah, so yeah, type imposter syndrome or posture if you have felt that before. If you guys want, like, I'm very interested on, like, what you, f you feel out about, you know. Uh, thanks for jumping on, Karen. Thanks for jumping on, Michelle. Michelle's on, yeah. What's up? <laughs> um, and the thing is, like, so since this is a the PT Preneurs podcast, you know, we're, as business owners, starting off uh, very early on, and it's just like, we're seeing a lot of other business owners, you know, just doing great, especially with social media, a lot of people just share a lot of the wins and everything with it. And, you know, it's something I struggled with a lot as much as people think, um, 
how well either I'm doing just because I have a bunch of followers or thinking that I make a certain amount of money, um, which is not a lot you at this point. Lot <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh yeah, you got, uh, I don't even like what, at this point, 30, 35,000 followers. Like, oh, you gotta have a lot of money. It does not correlate at all, guys. Um, and so that's just something to think about because um, there are people that have like a few hundred followers that are making millions. So it does, there's no correlation with, with that at all. But yeah, th thanks, Michelle. Yeah. Um, it also doesn't show how much you know either. Just because someone posts continuously and is posting videos of workouts or videos of whatever they may be posting, that doesn't mean that they know more than you or that they're just absolutely crushing it in life. They're consistent maybe, but yeah, um, definitely doesn't say anything about you or them. Yeah. And it's something that I shared, I haven't shared publicly until like right now. Um, I shared it today in Do my group. Know? Oh, a little bit. We talked. A little, I touched up on it a little okay. bit beforehand. Um, I shared it in my personal group of you know some of the clients that I have. So they saw that earlier today, and I haven't. So like I have, you know, a Facebook group where I show people like essentially what I do with physio memes and how to like you know build their business. And if you guys want to know more information, if you guys are interested in anything e-commerce related, you know, just let me know. Shoot me a message after this. And um, you know I can add you to my to my group. But I'm not here to promote that or anything like that because I know a lot of PTs aren't really caring for e-commerce. Um, but a lot, a lot yeah. are too. Maybe yeah, a lot. We don't get that in school, so yeah, it's a cool place. And the thing is, like, uh, about this time last year, I had started that group, and I was doing really well. I had a great coach who has grown, you know, his following. Um, I don't even know what it is at this point, probably 30, 40, 50,000 people in his group, super engaged. He doesn't spend any ad money and has made like hundreds of thousands, probably seven figures um, just from that group. And I've just like, I hired him to, um, last year and he's freaking amazing and, you know, even younger than me. But um, I, I just had, I was going through and just following everything that they were doing and like I got to a point, um, you know, sold an online course and then I was trying to get to the next step and I had a lot of I guess failures of no not not, not Greg's a different I've had a lot of different coaches and the last two and a half years um, I've had PT coaches non PT coaches just regular business coaches um, a lot of different things I like to see a lot of different perspective if you guys are in business um, with, with whatever your niche is it's actually cool to see something outside of that niche and different perspective of it, or just the way to run business and whatnot. And uh, so I got it from this other guy who's, who's like freaking amazing. But um, yeah, so I got to the next tier. I was like, what's, what's the next thing that you can offer people? And this is what people were asking for. Um, and basically I was trying to quote unquote sell. Well, not quote unquote, like I was trying to sell. And I got a bunch of no's um, first off. And for that you know, top tier product, uh, or service that I was trying to do, and I just kind of gave up, and I got my own head, and I was talking to other people who are a lot more successful than me, but literally just don't know what I do with e-commerce, how to do this stuff, like what I do with Fizu memes, and I just realized, I was like, I, mean, I don't know, I would say 99% of PTs I know probably more than, and I didn't really realize that until like today, and like when I was like writing this stuff out, and like, because the thing is, I started getting coaches, and I sort of had another, so the coach I'm talking about now, even a different coach, uh, for specifically for ecom who has multiple seven figure and eight figure businesses and I've learned from a lot of a lot of other people and I started comparing myself a lot to them 
And it's just like, well, I'm not nowhere adequate. So I was like, well, let me just learn as much as I can and then go back to you know, the people that were learning from me. So I just kind of just backed off and didn't do anything for my group for like eight months, six to eight months. And um, so like today is when I realized, this week I realized, and I actually said to my group that I need to go back and as I'm learning everything the last eight months, like I just stopped teaching what I was learning and kind of like, you know, so that's kind of where I was my, with my imposter syndrome. And one of like, the guys that um, was learning from me, he's like, yeah, dude, it's like, I thought you were doing just fine. And he's like, I'll continue learning from you. And I, and I got in my own head. And, like, and what I realized was like all the people that I was not helping because of my imposter syndrome, like, it's affected them. And I could be a lot further. And the people that I was, was helping that stopped helping could have been a lot further um, in everything as well. So, How did you recognize that it was imposter syndrome? Um, what took you to that place? I think maybe just to like... Cause that, I mean, we're both in a, um, a like a, um, kind of a, an intense coaching program, um, and I think being around those people have just like motivated me to kind of get me back on track, and that's just kind of what I needed. And I don't know, like I think I was just saying stuff, and it was just like I just talked myself like why, like why? It definitely hit me last week and this week. Yeah. So we had the big, uh, we have four retreats a year in our intensive. Uh, we call it a mastermind program for those who like, are in business um, or just starting off. And right beforehand, during the weekend and afterwards, like that's when I really like kind of hit me. Like, what the hell am I doing? You know? Is it awkward for you to go back and um, kind of admit to people that you're going through this and not necessarily starting from ground zero, but being transparent with them and picking back up where you left off? Um, so this is the first. Like I said it earlier today in my paid group who people who have gone through that and like I just wasn't taking care of those people as well as I should have and I admitted all that had a long post I haven't told um, made it publicly outside of like literally right now um, so this is kind of my first time doing that yeah but yeah that's not would you say it's as scary as you would have thought it would be um, no Generally. I think like right now no just because I said it once and I did it to the group that I trusted and I think again with imposter syndrome that they I apologized to them. I was like, I, I know you guys have you know wanted more from me, and I just didn't do that. And they actually commented on there and a lot of affirmations. So that's why I felt more comfortable sharing it publicly to everyone else because they're like, no, dude, like, what are you talking about? Like, like I rather learn from you, and you've helped me out so much already. And I was like, oh, I guess you're right. So I think that's why I'm able to share it literally right now. Um, but yeah. Yeah. One thing that you said earlier too that kind of struck me, and you've said this to me multiple times is especially with imposter syndrome, a good way to remind yourself and kind of get out of your own head and out of that funk is to remind yourself you only have to be one step ahead of the people you're serving. Yeah. Literally. And I think it's the same thing with PT. Like I think like we try to like compare ourselves to the person who's five, 10, 20 years out, even a year out when we're new grads. And it's like, you still know more than 99% of the population what, of what we can do as physical therapists to help people out. You know, it's like, we're not treating other therapists, we're treating people who like literally don't know anything about like mobility, how to actually load the body. Um, some people who are super educated, I've had like other like, who are like really, really well educated, like don't know like, should it be, like they should just be drinking a little bit more water because these are signs of dehydration throughout the day. There's just little things like that and you know, right. um, some of the things that we just take for granted, but like, yeah. Yeah, so it's the little things sometimes I can carry forward as long as you're, one step ahead yeah. and you have that caring heart, you have the ability to help people and 
imposter syndrome is yeah. going to be the thing holding you back at that point. Right. And but right before we had jumped on, because kind of like I want to kind of talk about this because it was on my mind. You kind of gave me a totally different perspective of, I guess, the benefit of imposter syndrome of how you felt as a therapist and then what you're doing now in your business. Do you want to like elaborate on that? Because I thought like I've heard a lot of people talk about imposter syndrome, but I've never heard the way you had talked about it. Yeah, and it could be because I was groggy. I haven't been feeling great, so I took a nap. So it could have been like me sleep talking. I don't yeah. know. You're lucky I just wasn't grumpy, right? Um, very. Yeah. Uh, but no, I was essentially sharing with Andrew that I experienced, especially with my own anxiety, um, depression, and OCD, it's really imposter syndrome is something I struggle with a lot. And a lot of my struggles came from when I first graduated, I was working as a travel PT and I was working for someone else. I was always holding myself to someone else's standards, someone else's idea of what I should be doing, how I should be treating. And for me, that was a big internal struggle because not only was I like making up what I thought they thought of me because I was never, you know, it was never these conversations we were having. It was what I was coming up with in my own head. Um, but I was always, trying to hold myself to this level of something that truly didn't even exist because I had never talked with them about it. Um, and that was tough for me. And that's probably something a lot of you guys go through as well. And I was telling Andrew, when I switched over to being an entrepreneur and going down my own road, instead of always holding myself to someone else's standards, the standard might be the same, but now I'm holding myself to my own standards and I know exactly what those standards are. So the imposter syndrome still exists and you know, I'm still like, am I doing enough? Am I qualified enough? Am I good enough? Do these people really want me? I still think about those things, but now it's a little easier to manage it because I have the ability to know this level inside and out and talk myself off that ledge versus always comparing myself to someone else's ideals. I wasn't always able to do that because I truly did not know what those ideals were. Yeah. Um, did I explain that the same way I explained it yeah. to you? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, elaborate a little much. more onto it, but yeah. Yeah, so it was just kind of a different takeaway, I think, being an entrepreneur. Yeah, and that, yeah, so I think it was just like of kind of using that to from being that you know the in the cl- clinical world of being a PT to like what you're doing now, like you know still helping people as a PT because I mean you can't take that title away, okay. but like kind of shifting something totally different with, you know, doing stuff with mind health, uh, with your knowledge of that and with your background and everything and helping so many people already um, with your program since we've moved here, you know, so um, and it's been an effort to using that as a positive as well, so. Yeah, it's neat because now, if, and you probably experience this too, with where I'm at now because I'm running my own program, I kind of it's almost like a sense of control, I guess, and maybe that's part of my anxiety, but um, always knowing what I'm wanting out of this makes it a lot easier to be like, you know what, I am qualified to do this. I do have what it takes. Um, And that's not to say I don't still feel that imposter syndrome from time to time, but um, again, it's a little easier to talk yourself off that ledge when you're the one in pursuit of whatever you're targeting. Yeah. So, and the thing is, like, imposter syndrome is very dangerous, like, as much as like, it seems like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm continually growing, but I think I've stunted the growth significantly in the last eight months. 
I mean, what, what month is it? August? Yes, the last eight months. Uh, it's September. <laughs> September. Actually. I don't, I don't know. What it is. Well, <laughs> we I, just I, I had. Yeah. I don't know. So about eight months. So eight, nine months, maybe even longer, give or take. Because I can, like, of where I was essentially, like, riding this high. I was riding this wave of, like, doing really, really, really good. Possibly even hit. I literally just stopped. Uh, of what I was doing, like, you know, stuff I'll do is on. Because, like, there's a couple different things with I'm um, doing with physio moves right now. Like, what I'm learning, like, growing the side of, like, with e-commerce, making all the products and stuff, like, I'll continue growing with them, that's that part's still growing. But, like, a lot of other people now, like, wanting the e-commerce side to their business, to supplement to that, to grow their brand and do all that stuff. I, when I stopped that, like, I literally had people asking me questions, and I was just, like, wasn't putting out, like, helpful information and content and doing as much as I should have, and I just realized it's, like, you know, like that, that just hurts everybody um, overall if you let it get to you for too long. And I realized that today, especially this last weekend when people were like, especially when I went back to my group that was paid, that I just kind of ignored for a while and from a free and my paid group. And it was just like, oh crap, like what the heck did I just do or didn't do? So Yeah, it can literally paralyze you. And yeah. worse, like it can turn you away from whatever you're trying to do. So. Definitely something that needs addressed. Yeah, and it's like, they say like 95%, I don't know how true the statistic, the statistic is, but like 95% of businesses end up failing. But the thing is like, you don't have a support system, you don't have people pushing it, because like, it could have been to a point where it's like, okay, like, I could have just stopped and then ended up just going back and being in clinic full time, and was like, you know what, this is easier, and the safety net, and let that get in my own head. So like, if it happened longer than I'd have a support system, like, that very well could have happened. It could have just been a side hustle, stay that way, and just, not really grow to where the potential of like the vision that I had so yeah and it's not just entrepreneurs either my so I have a Facebook group for healthcare providers I don't know I think there's like 450 to 500 people in it I can't remember it's a a decent size (laughs) just just but um I mean it is it's a decent group and we've had discussion in there and I I would argue every single person in that group has some form of imposter syndrome and relates to it. So that just goes to show that it's very common in healthcare, especially more so probably than any other profession. Yeah. Um, so it's real and it sucks, but if you recognize it and um, I think those affirmations are important, getting them from other people and from yourself as well. You have to be your own biggest yeah. supporter and continually remind yourself that I got this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah so Normally we record on Tuesday night, but Gabby was out of town this week. Um, spending, time, spending time with her family. Uh, <laughs> so, so, if you guys are listening on the replay, like it's, it's Friday night. Thank you so much for jumping on a Friday night. We'll continue back on Tuesdays um, at 9 p.m. Eastern time uh, for the live recording, and then you know re- uh, release the, the podcast episode later that week. And um, so for those of you guys on Friday night, like, um, thank you so much for listening to us on a Friday night. Um, you know, because a lot more fun things you could be doing. <laughs> I don't know. I think we're pretty fun. I, I think, I think we're fun. I'm listening to myself, so. <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably sit here and rewatch this when we're done, yeah. just for fun. Um, but yeah, so if you, guys, if you guys don't have any questions, uh, if you guys are tuning in for the first time, uh, we always end with Gabby's joke of the day. And is, it, is it a dad joke, a mom joke? I'm neither of the above, so what do we call these? <laughs> Gabby, Gabby, they're, they're Gabby, Gabby, Gabby jokes. Gabby, Gabby jokes? 
Okay. Yeah, if, if you guys had uh, watched Toy Story 4, it's a creepy doll named Gabby Gabby. <laughs> this is her. Uh, <laughs> and a doll. And a doll. Creepy All doll. Right. Uh, but yeah, no, you're welcome. And I, she always wants to tell me a joke beforehand, but I was like, I'm not going to laugh. If, well, it's how rude. <laughs> well, if I, if I laugh the first time and then you tell me again, that's going to be a fake laugh because usually you don't laugh as Fine. hard. Right. Um, the second time you hear a joke, so. You ready? Yeah, so if I don't laugh, then you know it's not funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, go ahead. Why did two candles get a divorce? Why? Because her flame died out. <laughs> okay, that was okay, good. Okay, uh, uh, Was it good? Wait, it was good. Like zero to ten, what would you zero give it? Zero to like ten. A one and a half. I'd give it like, I'd give it like a 3.14. The pie. The pie. Ooh. <laughs> we were talking about how we're hungry earlier. We're hungry. I think that's part of why. <laughs> All right, uh, so. Uh, yeah, thanks, guys. Give me a lot of it, you. Thank you so Love much, it. guys, uh, for jumping on. Uh, what's up, John? Uh, yeah, thanks, man. Uh, yeah, if you guys don't have any questions, thank you so much. Uh, you guys have a great night. Um, you guys have a great rest of your day if you guys are listening to us on the podcast. Um, as always, make life humorous. I need to come up with a slogan. I love uh, yeah. we'll, we'll, Love you we'll, guys. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure we'll it out. We'll work on it. Thank you so much, guys. <laughs> I just look at you like, uh...